Hi there, and welcome to the Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper, from the Centre of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own wellbeing journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own wellbeing and get more out of life. Welcome to episode two of the Wellbeing Room. It's so good to have you here. I just want to start by saying thank you to all of you who listened to my first episode. I was really humbled and grateful for your feedback and your encouragement. So thank you so much for coming back for more, episode two. So I was thinking about what I was going to share with you today. And this weekend, I'm actually hosting a cooking workshop at my home for some of my clients, students, um, for my business, the Centre of Key. And it made me think that food is a really great topic and I'm sure it's going to be the topic of more than one episode of this podcast. So what better way to start than sharing a bit about my journey with food and food as a well-being tool. Now, I grew up in a relatively normal kind of household to some degree anyway. my We didn't have lots of fancy meals out or anything. Um, although in saying that, my, we did go to Japanese restaurants on special occasions um, and when the mood arose with my parents, my dad actually lived in Japan for five years before he came to Australia and settled down. So he had this love of Japanese cuisine and so we would occasionally get treated to fancy or you know just the local Japanese it wasn't a very big thing back in the the 80s in Sydney but uh, there were definitely a few Japanese restaurants around and a couple of very fancy ones that we had the opportunity to visit on occasion so I had a bit of a window into that culture at a fairly young age but back to the topic of food in general my parents actually did own a restaurant for 20 odd years. Um, it's pretty much all I can remember of their working lives from when I was quite young to a teenager and then into my almost 20, 20 I guess it's, they were in that business from when I was pretty much born until I was about 20. So, um, you know, grew up with a restauranting family and it wasn't a fancy restaurant per se. It was uh, a restaurant in the city of Sydney. It was in a business district. And so the restaurant catered mainly to people going for business lunches. And there was a side business off the restaurant, which was a sandwich shop. And my parents did own that as well for a number of years before they ended up selling that business to someone else to run. So always been around food really ever since I can remember I used to love cooking as well so my dad taught me some of his recipes that I really liked now I was a bit of a sweet tooth back then when I was younger I used to love his chocolate souffle and chocolate mousse they were probably my two favorite all-time desserts ever so um, eventually I my dad taught me how to make those two desserts which was a lot of fun and I remember, um, yeah, busting out a chocolate souffle every now and again or the chocolate mousse. And, you know, these are pretty fancy schmancy desserts, <laughs> for, I reckon. Um, 
and yeah, so that was lots of fun learning how to cook from my dad. Those really techniques that have helped me and come in really handy as I have grown older. So thanks, Dad. I know you're no longer with us, but I'm sure you're listening somewhere out there. So thanks for guiding me in the kitchen when I was younger. Now, my mum was a great cook too. Don't get me wrong. She used to do some mean dishes and um, yeah, there was definitely no shortage of tasty food in our house. Although I do remember meals with boiled potatoes and carrots and peas and man, I'm not a big fan of potatoes. So I definitely don't miss those meals at all. But that brings me to, I guess, when I was around 20 when I started yoga. And if you were listening last week, you would have heard me talk about yoga and my teachers. And I'm not sure if I did mention this, but they talked a lot about macrobiotics and the macrobiotic way of eating. Now, I'd never heard of that before. I didn't know what it was, didn't know what the yin and yang was or the five elements or any of this kind of stuff. So, It was all really new to hear about, you know, this macrobiotic diet, you know, like brown rice and miso soup and, you know, lots of veggies and beans and things like that. And uh, that was all a bit new to me at that point. Miso soup, not so new because, like I said, I'd been to Japanese restaurants growing up, so I knew what miso was. But all the other stuff was a bit out there. Uh, I don't think I'd ever really had brown rice in my life either. We we had rice, but we always only ever had white rice. So learning about this type of food was a bit of an eye-opener. And I remember even, I don't even think I ate pumpkin till I was about 20 or so. Like I'd never really liked pumpkin. And then I remember getting this organic pumpkin from this um, guy who had this organic veg home delivery service. Good old Roger. And uh, yeah, and he gave me this pumpkin once. And I was like, all right, I've got this pumpkin. I'm going to cook it. And so I cooked it and I ate it. And I was like, oh my God, this pumpkin is amazing. And I'd never really tasted a good pumpkin. And, you know, I don't think it was a veggie that we had a lot of. I mean, we may have had pumpkin soup. Um, And my dad did a really good pumpkin soup. But yeah, I don't know. It's just something I'd never really eaten before. and, And having this baked pumpkin was like... I guess, a, <laughs> an, you know, an epiphany for me in a way. And even things like sweet potato, I, I don't think I'd ever eaten sweet potato before, but there, you know, here I went to this cooking workshop with one of my yoga teachers and she made this sweet potato dish and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I've never, never had this before. So that was a bit of a, an awakening for me. And, and what really cracked it all open on the food front was when I went on a half fasting retreat. I was 21 or so and my yoga teachers were hosting a, I think it was a seven-day yoga retreat. And I was like, oh, I was gung-ho. I was like, this is happening. I'm doing this. This is my birthday present to myself, even though it was several months after my birthday. I'm going on this yoga retreat. I think it was like August or something. And it was held in the Southern Highlands around Bowral in New South Wales. So, cool cool part of the country in winter being August in the southern hemisphere and we stayed at this it was like a like a monastery or a nunnery kind of place it was this really old buildings um, beautiful gardens up in the hills it was freezing cold in the mornings we were encouraged to get up in the morning quite early we went for a jog 
run in the cold and as you were running you were like stripping clothes off because you were getting hot and then when we got back we were encouraged to have a cold shower and then come to yoga and then we would have breakfast after that and so we've already done all this stuff and then at breakfast we got this tiny 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 bowl of miso soup like like a ladle full with maybe a onion floating in it it was like and maybe a piece of seaweed it was just so minimalist and this tiny bowl of brown rice as well and we were encouraged to chew every mouthful a hundred times whether that was soup that we were chewing or rice that we were chewing because that was all we were going to be getting and I discovered (laughs) whilst I was at this retreat that it was a half fasting retreat I didn't actually realize I mustn't have read the the marketing material very well that it was saying it was a a half fasting retreat anyway so kind of long story short there wasn't a a great deal of food we did get three meals but they were quite small Um, there was lots of chewing there was lots of activity and there was a lot of cleansing a lot of cleansing going on at this retreat obviously from all the yoga and the movement and the very little food that we were getting and I Imagine that I lost a little bit of weight, mainly, you know, just because we weren't drinking a lot either. And I came back and I think my mother, well, I know my mother thought I'd turn into this anorexic child of hers and she kind of freaked out, understandably. But I felt amazing. I was like, had this new lease on life. I was so light and clear-headed. It was just this, poor, like this curtain had been ripped away and I could see things a lot clearer. You know, this led, unfortunately, I'd have to say, to a period of macroneurotic behavior. And if anyone listening has delved into the world of macrobiotics, you may have heard of the term macroneurotic. And it's basically someone who is new to macrobiotics and just wants to be as macrobiotic as they can and eat all the right foods at all the right times all the right ways and it gets a little bit overwhelming after you know I would probably say a few years I managed to even things out and got a deeper understanding and a deeper awareness of how to eat how to eat healthily how to incorporate these ideas and understanding of macrobiotic ways of eating it's it's not about being strict at all it's actually about eating whatever you feel you would like to eat so that was a pretty big journey for me and it's something that continues in my life to this day I like I said I'm hosting a, a cooking workshop this weekend but you know, I'm no amazing cook. I'm just someone who loves cooking and I love good food and I love healthy food and I want to share that with other people. So there's a little bit to digest in this episode today, for want of a better word. I hope you enjoyed listening and if you have any questions or want to share some of your experiences with me, I'd love for you to get in touch. So please drop me a line either by email, my website or through Facebook or Instagram, I'd love to hear from you and have a conversation about this amazing topic of food and food for well-being. That's all for today. Thank you for joining me and I'm looking forward to sharing some more stories with you in the not too distant future. Bye. Bye.